This is Keep Cool from the experts at PortaCool. With cooling solutions made right here in the USA, PortaCool is ready to meet your cooling needs head on, no matter the setting. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keep Cool with PortaCool. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and thrilled you've joined us for this episode of the show. Today, we're talking sports, and we're talking some of the different settings where PortaCool is used and how their products come in handy in lots of different areas. And today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Stephen French. He's the Senior Director of Business Development out at Texas Motor Speedway. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Tyler, appreciate it, and uh, happy to be here today. Well, I'm thrilled to have you on, and and I'm excited to hear a little bit more about what your role is at, at Texas Motor Speedway. Being the Senior Director of Business Development, what does that look like? Tell me what your day typically uh, typically consists of. Um, it's a very, very fancy way of saying I'm a sales guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm primarily responsible for uh, uh, corporate partnership marketing centered around larger partnerships at the speedway so we have a we have our i'll call it the residential side which is primarily our ticket office Mm -hmm. you know you know dad mom and kiddos want to come out to the race our ticket office is staffed and uh willing to help you they're ready to help you and then i'm on our corporate partner marketing side where we're out there working with different brands from cpg companies to auto parts dealers to car dealerships to uh, technology companies to manufacturing companies such as PortaCool. Mm-hmm. And our fan base is so diverse, I have an opportunity to go and work and learn a lot of different um, business models and uh, business sectors to ultimately sell our fan base to our corporate partners uh, from a marketing perspective. So if you've ever been to a a sporting venue, whether it be your, you know, your high school football game, uh, your college basketball game, or your professional sports such as NASCAR, NFL, MLB, NHL, uh, any one of those professional sports, and you see a little brand on the sidelines, um, whether it's a jersey sponsor or a billboard or uh, a suite, I'm I'm that person. So yeah. it's a, the brands that you see advertising. There's a method to the madness and it's important for that brand to be in front of that demographic and when you have the demographic we do um, working with companies like Portacool, very very natural very easy um, to see the relationship because as you might know where you use Portacool, typically i know if i go to Portacool's website they're they're talking up the automotive industry and well we race cars so <laughs> <laughs> it, it works very well but it's we actually um, part of our partnership with them is more on the fan side and, and making sure our fans are comfortable and have a place to go cool down on a hot summer day. So it's it's fun. And, and again, uh, my role is to figure out how to integrate brands in a unique and meaningful way for them. And it's everything from a Chevrolet to a port cool I had lunch today with uh, one of our utility providers. So there's all a community play with them. So it's I get to deal with a lot of different brands and companies and no two days are the same. So it's it's pretty fun and enjoyable. That's a really interesting perspective on, on your position and everything you do. And you really do work at that at that intersection of the partnership between the sports world and um, and companies and business and seeing how those two things work together and interact. And that that to me is 
is really, really interesting. Uh, can, can you talk a little bit more about how you've seen sports really drive marketing for the companies that you partner with and what that looks like and, and maybe share a success story if you, if you have something that- Yeah, 100%. So when I first started watching sports, I think people always did it for feel good when I was a little kid. And now I think it's more the, the corporations behind these companies spending dollars. You, you have to be able to justify a sports marketing partnership to C-suite shareholders, um, owners of the company, uh, ultimately your, your financial team. Uh, but the marketing side of things, you have to be able to justify, hey, are we actually seeing a return on our, on our dollars? Mm-hmm. And specifically on the motorsports side, 20, 25 years ago, Days of Thunder just came out, you know, glory days of Tom Cruise, uh, you know, Companies would call up and be like, hey, I've got a million bucks. What can I get? And they'd slap their name on the side of a car and they'd call it a day. And um, long gone are those days. And you've got a lot of really smart brands that hire a lot of really smart people. And they got to figure out how to actually maximize those those marketing dollars. Because I've met a lot of companies out there. No one has the the cash tree, if you will, they can just go out and shake their tree and cash falls from the sky and they have more dollars to go and spend. No one has that. Uh, and they're, we're trying to figure out how to drive ROI ultimately. And yeah. how you, how you do that is you listen and you figure out what's important to that brand. And then you take all that information as a sales guy, you come back in internally and you tar- talk to really smart coworkers that you have and you say, Hey, Here's my three pages of notes that I wrote down. How do we how do we earn an opportunity with this brand? And it might be a static billboard. It might be a fan zone display where it's all about lead generation. Mm-hmm. I'll say some of the very easy success stories. And I'm just going to use everyone knows Chevrolet. They're a huge partner of ours, been a partner of ours since before day one. They can tell you exactly how many cars they will sell because they set up a fan zone in our in our uh, fan engagement area out in mm-hmm. front of the grandstands, and they can they have a very scientific method to say if they get this many leads at this event, it will lead to this many sales for their dealers. Wow! And that's important. I mean, if they're not doing it, their competitors are, and our fan base is a extraordinarily loyal the the nascar fan the indycar fan the motorsports fan in general knows that if they don't support their favorite driver their favorite driver loses corporate backing and without the almighty dollar they're sitting in a sales role like me and not driving a race car going 200 miles an hour so (laughs) that driving a race car 200 miles an hour is a lot more fun than what i do but i like what i do so right but if i if i had the preferred opportunity i'd rather drive a race car so uh, <laughs> um but it's the, the success stories honestly are endless um there's a reason we've partnered with coca-cola for 25 years there's a reason we've had a partnership with chevrolet for 25 years we sell a lot of cokes we sell a lot of hot dogs on race race weekends but it's not just our we call it key core event weekends so we have two nascar event weekends and an indycar race we and I can't get on a big enough hill with a loud enough microphone to shout this, but we do so much out here that 
a lot of people just don't know it because DFW is a big area. They might be on the other side of town. There's a lot of population growth. They may have just moved to DFW. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not live on this side of town. And, you know, so we're always constantly out there advertising and trying to pound our chest. Hey, come on out to the Speedway. And, you know, we might have a NASCAR race, but we might have something else going on. So it's the the success stories are never ending, which is great because I'll say that it's it's because our team here is we're constantly evolving and if you evolve or die, right? And sure. if you don't if you don't evolve and you don't keep trying new things and while taking care of your current fan base, you're going to be in deep trouble. And we're always out there trying to generate the next generation of fan that's coming out and and TMS is at that that part of our life cycle where we've been here for 25 years. Mm-hmm. You were if you were 10 years old when you came out to your first race at TMS, you're now 35 years old. You might have children of your own, right. and now you're creating those memories that your parents potentially brought you out for. So it's it's really unique to see, and and I've I've heard it multiple times from different fans and different partners I've talked to. It's like, oh my gosh, my dad brought me here when I was when I was 12, and now this person is 27. And they're in a corporate marketing role and they actually have influence on if that brand and company spend money with us in in a meaningful way. And it's 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 like, oh, my gosh, I hope you had a great experience when you were 12. (laughs) I mean, I was I was probably 15 at the time and not thinking about corporate partnerships. But here we are today. So it just goes to show you that you've always got to take care of your fan because you never know when when the little boy or girl that's sitting in your grandstands today in 20 years is the next whiz kid and CEO of whatever companies out there. And sure. that's our mindset is you never know. And in 25 years, it goes by in a flash. That's a really excellent point. And I think for people who maybe aren't as familiar with Texas Motor Speedway or just um, or just racing in general might think that a facility like Texas Motor Speedway is, is active and has fans in it twice a year three times a year but that's not the case right there are a a ton of events and races that go on all throughout the year right how many events do you think you have out at texas motor speedway every year so pre-pandemic we were doing about 900 event days a year and that's going to have everything from a corporate board meeting on our seventh floor right now texas motor speedway is one of the most, if not the most efficient COVID vaccine mega hub in the country. The other day we had 17,000 people come through, 17,003 to be exact, and their average time on property from the moment they drive on property to the moment they drive off is 30 minutes. And sometimes it's 25. And that's with a mandatory 15 minute wait period. So it's, we're, we've got more parking spots than Disney World out here and we use them. Uh, we'll do we'll do uh, dealer demo events for trucking companies. We'll do auto training um, deals for OEM manufacturers. We'll do high school proms. This past weekend, we did a college graduation for one of the colleges up in Denton. Uh, last year during the pandemic, a lot of people were desperate for outdoor venues. Mm-hmm. We did 35 high school graduations and it's it just, it, we had a quarter million people on property 
over the course of two to three weeks. And those people never stepped foot out of their car outside of, you know, running to the restroom. And it, so it was drive-in graduation style. And we've all been to a high school graduation and they are the most boring thing ever. But the, the graduation out here, it turned into like this giant tailgate party and people were honking horns as their kiddos were walking across the street or walking across the, the start finish line to get their diplomas. Um, you know, we're in Texas, right? So you, you always have the guy or gal that has the jacked up pickup truck with the train horn in it. And you'd hear that go off. You'd hear the air horns. And then they'd all start honking their horns together. And it was so much more festive and live. And, and you're talking to the guy that parked all the high school graduates in the parking lot. So sometimes I would have to dodge the kids as well as the parents that were driving them <laughs> to the parking lot. But it was, it was really fun to see those events. But we'll do... Uh, this year, we're doing three good guy car show events. Those events draw over 20,000 people per weekend. Wow. Um, this weekend, we've got the C10 Nationals down in our infield. We've got a couple events happening outside in different parking lots. So we'll have three to four events happening any day of the week out here. But because our property sits on 1,500 acres and it's very, it, we're like a blank canvas, if you will. Yeah. Um, if you can, if you can envision it, we'll help you accomplish it. Similar to some of the TV networks out there that are always renovating homes. And so we might be doing a, uh, an event for the local beverage, the local Coca-Cola dealer. Uh, we might be doing something for Portacool and having, having just a, a sales meeting for them. If they're looking to bring out some customers from, uh, different uh, retail partners that they work with, with our garages, it, w- it works really well to set up a physical demonstration, and they'll they'll get out there and they'll show you how you can use different models of of portable product in this in a real life setting. You know, it's not the local hotel conference center. And when people say, "Hey, we're going out to have our meeting at Texas Motor Speedway," huh? What? <laughs> no, we're not going to the you know local hotel chain. And so it's really unique to talk to all, a lot of the different event attendees and they're like, oh my gosh, we had no idea. And it's, that's why I say we can't get on a big enough hill to scream and shout and just tell people, this is us, this is what we're about and we want to host your event and, and we'll figure out how to earn your business. So yeah. yeah, it's, we'll do, oh gosh, we'll do... Yeah, we'll do over probably 750 events for sure this year. Just, I mean, it, it, it truly, it can, depending on how you look at it, we have we have a couple folks that just, I don't want to say set up shop year round here, but they, we've had the COVID vaccine mega hub out there every day since January. And mm-hmm. we consider that every time it's operational, that's one event. And we'll have three or four other events on property. So one one week we could have 25 events on property. And they're all separate and everyone's got their own unique space and and we can help them manage it. And then it's that's part of the reason we have all the venue signage that we do is because we not only sit at the corner of I-35 and 114, which is one of the busiest intersections in the state, but it's there's so many events out here that people are constantly on property and constantly seeing different branding and different different engagements and when you're one of the largest sporting venues in the world 
mm-hmm. um, which Texas Motor Speedway is, you know, we're not your average highway billboard. We're not your average um, <laughs> just signage asset off to the roadway. People are like driving by and they're like, oh my God, look how big that facility is. Our grandstands hold 122,000 people. So even if you're at 50% capacity, you're still, you know, 60 plus thousand people. That's in today's world. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Big time. And, and and with all of those events, you know, one of the things that, that stands out to me is that it, they're, they're obviously occurring year round, right? And acknowledging uh, that we live in Texas, uh, we know that it's going to be hot some of those times. And and you talked earlier just about providing that that great experience for fans or, or for people that come out to TMS, you know, to, to have that experience. Because you never know, especially, you know, if a 10-year-old is going to grow up to be a CEO or whatever. It, it, all I'm getting at is that you're trying to create fantastic fan experiences for everybody that comes out to the racetrack, uh, whether it's they're there for a meeting or they're there for a race or they're there for a different event. Um, and so that to me really stands out. But how do you go about uh, trying to keep fans comfortable during those summer months and that sort of thing? Because that seems like a really big challenge when it comes to uh, a facility as large as, as what you have and uh, a place that holds as many events as you have. Yeah. And you can't, you can't make it air conditioned. Uh, <laughs> but so what we try to do is one, we acknowledge that it's going to be hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, acknowledge the obvious. Don't own it. Um, and we do that. And and then it's going out and knowing that you have potentially a heat um, a heat issue or a heat problem, and your fans could get overheated. What we've done specifically, um, and this is where Portacle's been such an instrumental partner, and, and their product is is fantastic because uh, you know previous pandemic. I didn't like being right next to someone, <laughs> you know, I want, I like my elbow room and now you really like your elbow room and in Portacool, we can set up multiple of these, uh, of, of their different units in different areas. And they have such a wide variety of models. We can, what we do is we uh, set up what we call just cool zones. Um, it's just shaded. It's a, just a tent and we put out some, uh, round tables, chairs, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Portacool has, gosh, we probably got 50 of them on site and we'll set them up. Some of them we've actually gone out and purchased. Um, they make such a great product. It's indestructible. Um, and when you move them around on forklifts and stuff and guys set them down, I, I don't want to say they're indestructible, but you have to try to break them. And then Portacool is, a, in addition to the ones we've previously bought, They've supplied us with some of their newer models over time as they've evolved. And we've actually had one of their first generation portacools still working on our concourse because, you know, it's it's not um, the new model. It's not their their new revamped. It's real sleek. And if a portacool can be sexy, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it, they've done a really great job of rebranding themselves in, in making everything a little bit more modern. But their old product still works. And I think that's a testament to to what they do. And and we are about keeping people comfortable when they're out here. Um, mm-hmm. We want to provide people a safe, fun um, experience. And, you know, we want we don't want people getting overheated. And if we can provide different areas, whether it's on our fan zone or whether it's on our concourse or whether it's in the infield, if we can have people, you know, just get out of the heat for 10 minutes and cool down just have a nice break we don't want anyone having a heat stroke or 
a heart attack because they got overheated or overexerted themselves and it's 95 degrees. We, uh, we used to have a Friday night drag racing series. Um, it's currently on hiatus um, due to the pandemic, but we'd have probably 20 of those set up in our infield and our concourse area. And it's the big hurricanes. And they, I mean, they move a ton of air. And it just, you'd see a hundred people just kind of sitting out there, you know, doing one of these like, oh my God, thank you. And yeah. and then they go to their, you know, their local big box store. And hey, I saw that last night at Texas Motor Speedway. They kept us really cool. We need to get one for the patio. And it, it, we're, you know, we're not just, we're not using portables because it's, it's just a marketing deal. We're using them because they work <laughs> and they work well. And yeah. that's, I think, important. And it just speaks to one, they have a great product. We listen to what they wanted to accomplish. And how can we put their product in front of people in a meaningful way to where they physically experience it? And when it's hot out, you know, can you set up a portable? In a convention center, 100% yes, and I'm sure it's been done numerous times. Mm-hmm. But they're they're also looking to take care of the guy in the garage. We take some portables down and put them in the garage for NASCAR and IndyCar teams to use during event weekends. And the last thing you can have is Mr. Fans down there spraying water all over the place and creating you know trip hazards, wet work surfaces. There's a lot of electronics down there. You don't need Mr. Fans. You need right. portables. <laughs> and it's funny to say this, but I've had race teams come up to me and they're like, hey, um, do you know how we can buy some portables? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> call Sean. Um, he's great. Um, you, you know, call um, call Carrie. She's great. And we want to make sure that they get connected with Portacool. And, and um, you know, I'm sure some of these folks even have them back in their race shops and have them in their haulers because they're they're over they're not really heavy to move around they're very durable Mm -hmm. a lot of times there's an rv fill station wherever these guys are going and they can fill up water right there and it's real easy and convenient so and and the thing is is they work we're not doing anything just to you know earn a buck we're doing it as part of that partnership. And that all goes back to um, how can we put brand X in front of our fan base? And whether that's Portacool, whether that's Coca-Cola, whether that's Chevrolet, whether that's O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, I, I'm just looking out and stealing names off billboards right now. But it, it, however we can connect dots for our brand uh, and our partners is what we want to do. And then part of our model is B2B. And we try to figure out how we can connect those dots to company A to company B. And Portacool, you can't go to you can't go to your local grocery store and be like, "I'll take four Portacools, please." Um, you, you know, it's not your it's not your candy bar at the at the checkout. Right. And so, not everyone has that need. And so, as we talk with different companies we work, I'm always trying to say, "Hey, is there someone that we can connect?" and do that B2B relationship too. And we've had a ton of success with that to where, you know, Portacles extended us some friends and family benefits before. And one of my colleagues, her brother owns a chicken 
Yeah, owns a chicken, uh, a chicken farm, basically. Oh, wow. And Portico, I know, got their start from the chicken industry. And keeping chickens at a certain temperature produces amount, X amount of eggs. And it's, you know, that's a big part of their history. And it was just, you know, here's a colleague of mine who has a family member buying porticles because <laughs> he's in the chicken industry. And it's, it's weird. It's such a small world. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, it just goes to speak to, we're always thinking about that fan experience and we've got to make sure that we take care of the fan on property, not just from, you know, is the beer cold? Are the hot dogs hot? You know, is there ice, you know, for the Cokes? Is there yeah, enough ticket takers? you got to think about, hey, are the light switches, are they working? Uh, the electrical outlets, are they are they hot? Is the water spigot there? Because one of the big ways we take care of our fans, especially here in the great state of Texas, is got to keep them cool. And it's, it's one of those things that our operations team, they hit a home run on many times because they, they're always out there handling issues before they're ever issues. And I think it's just great. And, you know, they're, they're like, okay, it's going to be this hot. Let's have more porticles. You know, I don't want to say the NASCAR guys are fine and dandy, but we got to make sure our fans are taken care of. And then if we can support some of the other stuff, we will but we want to take care of the fans first. Definitely. No, that, that, that makes a lot of sense and, and, and really tracks with a lot of, um, a lot of other things that we, we've heard throughout the, the industry is just wanting to improve that fan guest customer experience. Um, and, and that just being such an important thing these days. Um, you know, you mentioned, uh, some of the challenges of 2020, uh, you know, obviously TMS is being used as a mass vaccination site right now, which is fantastic, fantastic, uh, for, for North Texas. Tell me what 2021 looks like as we kind of start to hopefully put the this whole thing in the rearview mirror and things start to get back to normal. What does 2021 look like out at uh, TMS? What do you, uh, what do you guys got going on this year? It looks busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> pent up demand, like an avalanche you want to believe. Uh, if, if you wanted an event day, good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll figure it out. Good luck. We've probably got, uh, we've got at least two to three major events every single month. And when I say, a major event. I mean, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event, and they're prepping. They're getting the show. <laughs> they, they, people just don't show up to a to a NASCAR race, and things are just ready to rock and roll. You've got to prep for that. You've got to put trash cans out. You've got to, you know, clean bathrooms. You've got to get uh, concession stands ready. Well, that goes on literally every single week out here because. Uh, as I mentioned, we have the C10 event out here, which is, um, uh, Chevy, um, the C10, uh, pickup truck. Well, they have a big show out here. We'll probably have 10,000 people out here this weekend. Um, we've got, uh, next weekend, we've got another couple events here over the next couple weeks leading into the all-star race. We've got good guys between now and middle of June, we'll have a quarter million people on property. And that's a lot of people. And you you got to constantly keep the venue ready and the grass, <laughs> you got to keep it mowed. And it, it's, you never know, again, kind of back to that guest experience. And if you, um, that 10 year old out there in the grandstands, well, there's also business maker or decision makers that are coming out to events like the C10 Nationals. And then we've got the Lone Star Corvette Club. That's next week. But 
you can easily have a business decision maker coming out to one of those events. And if the venue isn't ready and they have a bad experience, they might say, you know what? I was thinking about getting a suite out here for the NASCAR race. Now I'm not going to. Or I was thinking, my, you know, my company is Portacool. You know, I own Portacool. Mm-hmm. And I want to go and get my own marketing billboard up there. I think it would be great. If if that if that decision maker comes out to an event and doesn't have a good time, we may have lost a downrange opportunity. Right. And that's very important to us to make sure just because it's not technically our event, it's a third-party event out here, we have a vested interest in the success of it because we, we want to make sure – you never know where your next opportunity comes from and you don't want to lose business because someone came out to your venue 10 years ago and had the worst experience because, you know, the, the security guard in the parking lot out there pointed them to the wrong parking spot and then they got lost and then it was downhill from there. Mm-hmm. It, 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 there's things like that. And have we gotten better over time? Do I still hear about 1997 and the first NASCAR race out here? Yes, I do. And I politely tell people I was also in elementary school back then. And I'm <laughs> in my 30s now. So I'm, <laughs> I, it's been a while. Hopefully we've gotten better. It's definitely, you can't get complacent in those departments mm-hmm. because you never, you just always have to keep challenging yourself and your team to get better. And our leadership here, you know, under Mr. Gossage, under the Smith family, they challenge us every single day to say, you know, be better be better today than you were tomorrow and have a plan for tomorrow to be better than today. And we, we do that. And, or at least we try. And it, it's important because you never know what tomorrow brings and you have to be ready for it. And I'll say that our team here is, it's all about the fans. And it's not just fans for NASCAR and IndyCar. It's fans for any event coming out here for any, any event. If it's a board meeting, we can do it. If it's a wedding, we can do it. And I've now been working here almost a decade. And I've, I've talked to enough people over my years. A lot of their first experiences were not at a NASCAR race. It was, hey, my high school prom was out there. Or, hey, my cousin got married. Or my, my company did a driving experience and we went out and raced NASCARs on the oval. It, it, it's, it's wild to hear that. Because a lot of people know us for NASCAR, but equally a lot of people come out here and their first experience is not a NASCAR event or an IndyCar event. It is, it is one of those unique facility events, and it's, it's been really eye-opening, and I think it just goes back to speak. You've always got to have that customer service hat on, and you've always got to make sure you're um, just ready for anything. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then 2021... You know, we saw the writing on the wall last year, like, hey, you know, a lot of brands and a lot of different partners were telling us, I need, you know, let's move 2020 events to 21. And so then you had kind of two calendar years now squished into one. And people were like, hey, we're we're trying to add an event because we're trying to make up for lost revenue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And people were wanting to add events. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to figure this out? And and it's it's partnership. And it's talking with guys like paid swap meet to say, hey, you guys have been out there in the one parking lot for 10 years. We got to move you to the other side of property because this little thing, the COVID vaccine hub, 
but FEMA's supporting and Denton County has done a fantastic job. I mean, it's it's a city out there. They've mm-hmm. got they have 400 people a day working out there. It's a city. It is crazy. But it, it's having those conversations and just people honestly understanding the position we've all been put in. And I can count on the number of, you know, one hand, how many conversations where people aren't willing to be flexible. And I think that just goes to show you a lot of people are in the same boat we are. And they're like, hey, if we can have a conversation, work together, we'll figure it out. And there again, it's it's really neat to see because, I mean, it's it's like 250 partners that we work with. And, and as I mentioned, we've had minimal like oh my gosh this is just not a this is a non-starter for us you can count them on (laughs) a couple fingers i think a lot of people see the effort and the willingness to get creative which is ultimately it's a great thing because it challenges everyone to get outside our comfort boxes and you may evolve the event into the next oh my god this was awesome and we should have been doing this 10 years ago and we've been missing the we've been missing the boat so well, it sounds like you guys are doing uh, incredible stuff out there at TMS. So keep up the great work. Stephen French, Senior Director of Business Development for Texas Motor Speedway. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us here on Keep Cool with Portacool and uh, sharing a little bit more about your role at Texas Motor Speedway, how Portacool plays a part in uh, helping keep fans uh, comfortable, safe, uh, and having a great time out there and uh, giving us an idea of what's going on in 2021. Stephen, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you, Tyler, and, and appreciate the Portacool folks. And uh, and uh, again, I can't thank you enough for today and the conversation. And uh, next time you're out to a NASCAR, IndyCar, special event out here at the Speedway, keep an eye out for those Portacools. You'll see them on property there. I want to say they're hard to miss, but we, we use them, and, and it's um, it's a great partnership. And uh, we, we appreciate those folks down in center very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great people at Portacool uh, doing great work. And so, Stephen, thank you once again for joining us here on the podcast. And everyone out there, thank you for joining us for this episode of Keep Cool with Portacool. We appreciate it very much. Of course, subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest from those folks at Portacool down in Center, Texas. And stay tuned. We'll be out soon with more episodes of the show. But until then, for my guest today, Stephen French, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>